He was always the centerpiece of life in the ten or so square blocks of my childhood world. Little League teams would wolf down pizza there. Dates sat stiffly in rented outfits at white linen-covered tables. I was one of them, sitting across from gorgeous Brenda Magnuson, a perspiring freshman in an ill-fitting suit about to go to homecoming where the entire world would discover that I couldn't dance. Other nights, the place transformed into a loud, smoky den where husbands gathered around a television set in the bar, praising or berating the Dodgers. The women sat nearby, praising and berating their husbands. Old man Petrozello was always there, day or night, greeting the neighborhood at the cash register, or on busy nights, reworking tables to jam as many into that room as the fire marshal would allow. Nobody ever seemed to mind how crowded it was. Nobody seemed in a hurry at Petrozello's. You were in a room with familiar faces. Friends of your parents walking by your table, tossling your hair, calling you by a nickname, and telling you they saw the double you hit last game. Old man Petrozello carried candy in a pocket of his apron for the kids. Good candy. Not the cheap mints they put up front for a donation to the Civitans. Old man Petrozello was always smiling, too. It's as if he didn't run the place for a profit, but because he truly enjoyed being a relative to everyone in our neighborhood. But that was then, and this is now. The once attractive freestanding building with a few parking spaces and some nice landscaping was eventually asphalted over, and some other cheap buildings were added to form a strip mall. Fenton's is now more bar than restaurant, the TV is still in the same spot, maybe even the same one, judging by the bent antenna. The lighting is a strange combination of harshy, glaring, and dim. I have no idea how that effect is achieved, but it can't mask the fact that the floor is the same drab green linoleum I remember. Every few feet along the bar, now formica instead of wood, are mismatched plastic dishes of Spanish peanuts. One bowl has little tiki faces. Another says, visit Arizona. The grill is several wobbly tables with plastic vases of plastic flowers, so I opted for the bar. Fenton's is about eight miles from where I work. Not far by Southern California standards, but I hadn't come down here in years until recently. I guess it's embarrassing to see what my childhood world has become. My old neighborhood is on the decline, one in a long list of once proud middle-class communities falling victim to quick cash stores and porn shops. Taking the surface streets from my office in Santa Monica, the scenery quickly morphs from manicured curbsides and executive condos to a conveyor belt of sputtering neon. But now, for the first time in a long time, I'm actually inside this joint. The first two times, I ended up in the parking lot and didn't even get out of the car. I just sat there, angry, resentful, and noisy. Arguments at home, conflicts at work, all rattling around in my head, and this horrible feeling that I can't drive far enough to get away from it. Something is wrong. Something's not working when everything should be working. I don't know how to describe what I'm feeling. It's like coming to a place in your life where all the slot lines come up cherry, but nothing comes out of the machine. You sit there hoping that staring will make something happen. 
I'm here again, I thought, and I'm hungry. Fenton's illness aside, I might as well see what this place is sunk to. Everything on the menu looks a little scary. This is not a place where you gamble on meatloaf. The bartender is impatient, even though he has few other customers. I'll have uh, Manhattan. Why did I say that? I'm not even sure what a Manhattan is. I think my dad used to drink them. Something about Fenton's wood panel decor suggests that a Manhattan might be an appropriate drink for a person who doesn't want to stand out. A half dozen or so patrons are engaged in muffled conversations. The place looks smoky, though I know the smoking ban in California makes that impossible. It's as if all the smoke of years past is still hovering in the air, or maybe it's grease from the grill.